0: Welcome to Tuscan Radio. I'm your host Drew Gretchen. Today we are talking about The Mandalorian, Season Two, Episode Five, Chapter Thirteen, The Jedi. Uh, but starting off, we have a five-star review from iTunes. Um, from V.M. Patrocelli. Great point of view. It's great to hear a young and enthusiastic point of view for Star Wars. Drew's a great host. Keep at it. Thank you, Pat Patrocelli. And, uh, I'm probably just butchering that name, but, you know, we do our best to stay positive. There are some things I can't be completely positive about. Sadly, I think this may be one of them, at least on the first watch. But, uh, I did enjoy this episode much, much more on a second viewing. So, the episode description from Disney Plus. So, this is Chapter 13, The Jedi, written and directed by Dave Filoni. This episode was was released November twenty seventh, twenty twenty, on Disney Plus. Um, the episode runs for forty seven minutes. I want to say, or forty five minutes. My Disney Plus is loading. in it. Season two. It's forty seven minutes. Um, the Mandalorian journeys to a world ruled by a cruel ma- magistrate who has made a powerful enemy. This is the first episode. I did stay up until two a.m. to watch. <laughs> Um, so I'm a bit tired today, but, um, well worth it, well, well worth it, staying up until 2am to watch, but essentially, a new movie for Star Wars, I think. This is, this was absolutely the most, the, uh, most hyped episode of The Mandalorian thus far, uh, except perhaps, may, maybe, the series premiere back in November of 2019. Um, so we've got a lot of big reveals this episode um so go watch uh, the mandalorian this new episode before you keep listening to the podcast because there's gonna be a lot of spoilers there's a lot to talk about today spoilers are coming in three two one we saw ahsoka ahsoka tano was on the mandalorian and she was played by rosario dawson we saw that the rumors were were, were true. And Baby Yoda has a name. And his name is Grogu. Nobody's ever going to call him Grogu. Nobody. His name is just Baby Yoda. Except now we have an actual name. And Grogu is easier to say. So, you're calling him Grogu now? Unless I decide to not call him Grogu. In which case, I mean, there, are, there are times when I called Dinjarin and the Mando. Just because that's what I called him for a long time. Until we learned his name. Uh, there's an even lo- longer time with Baby Yoda, uh, and the child, and, and Grogu, so. Yeah, uh, let's get to the beginning of the episode. Um, very, very re- reminiscent of the Kurosawa films, which inspired George Lucas so much, so much, the movie The Hidden Temple, is almost beat for beat what happens in A New Hope, so, at least the beginning of the movie. So... I, I felt that a lot. I felt a lot. I've actually not seen it. any Kurosawa films. Uh, I'm probably gonna watch those over, over the Christmas break. Uh, I'm ve- maybe I'll do a um just like review for the Kurosawa films because those were such a he- heavy influence on George Lucas, and I'll do the same with the Searchers, which was another big big influence on George. Um, Ahsoka is even more of a badass than, than when we last saw her in Rebels. Like she's just like decapitating these guards. Like, seriously, this is an insanely dark episode, and not dark dark like Solo in the sense is, like, it's so dark that it's hard to see, just in the sense that, like, yeah, stuff, stuff happens in this episode of Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, we did hear a little bit of Ahsoka's theme a couple of times in the episode, I will just play a little bit of Ahsoka's theme here for you guys right now, just so you can get a sense of what it is. So, yeah, that was, that was about 30 seconds of Ahsoka's theme. Uh, but you guys get the point. You guys, um... But, yeah, oh, my God, this... I, I love the interconnectivity here. The Ahsoka's theme thing was awesome. Um, There was a part where she's where she's just, like... Um, where she goes to the magistrate and she goes, where, Where's your master? And then she's just like, How many lives is this... In information worth to you, so she, Ahsoka, really wants to find Ezra. Um, I'm I'm very happy we did not get any mention of Sabine or any direct reference to Ezra. We got Adam, we got Thrawn mentioned by name once, and he was alluded to another two or three times. Um, and I think this is kind of a backdoor pilot for an Ahsoka spinoff series, probably. Coming to Disney Plus. A, mar, martial arts elements. I felt a lot of martial arts. In this episode today. I, I think it's possible. That the Leslie H- Headland series now. Is going to be. Uh, Tano. So that that's what I think. Uh, if they want to do that in live action or animation. I th- I, I don't know. I, I kind of prefer to be in animations. Because it would be like a Rebels sequel series. And But I mean. Rosario Dawson's a big. Name actress, and I don't think they would bring her on for just one episode of a show. Um, we have, so we cut, so title card, The Mandalorian, Chapter 13, The Jedi. Um, we got a little bit, or well, we, so the Razor Crest comes out of hyperspace, and we see, um, that little metal ball thing from Chapter 3, The Sin, last season. I thought that was fun. Um, and then Mando's like, no, get in your seat. Uh, and then Baby Yoda sits down, or Grogu, I should say, so Grogu sits down, and then, um, I think this is the first time we've seen Grogu use the Force since, uh, Chapter 8, Redemption. I'm trying to think of a time, I I don't think he used the Force at all during, uh, Chapter 10, The Passenger. Um... No, he, he did. He did use it. He used it when he, w- he like put his hand against like the uh, vat of eggs and kind of pulled them all a bit closer to him a bit. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I not remember that. Um, so the Razor Crest passes over this uh, walled village, and one of the guards is using one of those like same speed tracker things that we see in A New Hope for the Yavin base. We see some dinosaurs, which is pretty cool. I, th- I feel like this first episode, we're, I think we've kind of seen, like, the first half of the season was insanely high budget. When I saw, like, the background of uh, Corvus, I I think I could tell it was a green screen a bit. It wasn't as bad as some other shows, but I, I could tell that wasn't completely real. Um... But, yeah, I mean, they had to get Rosario Dawson, they got Michael Bean. so this was a pretty expensive episode, probably, to do. Um, uh, The guards look look familiar when Din Djarin gets to the city. I don't know if we've seen them before. I I think it's possible we saw them in, like, solo or Rogue One. Maybe they were. I, I don't think they were in anything anyway. I think we've seen them in live action before. But I'm probably gonna watch little and Rogue One again this weekend, and I will figure it out. Um, so Din Djarin is sent to see the magistrate in the in the city, and then he he like walks past like these like electric chairs. I was like, oh my god, this is dark. This is like, dang. Uh, I wonder if the entire planet. So anyway, um. The magistrate sends Din Djarin to go and capture Ahsoka or kill her, and offers him a spear of pure Beskar steel. Um, and so he goes to find Ahsoka, and then the we see like the forest. It's very it's very widespread. Um, I wonder if like it was all been burned down by these ravagers. Um. Uh, so we see an owl just in the background of a shot, and I almost wonder if it was the daughter from Star Wars, The Clone Wars, the Mortis tr- Trilogy. Um, I don't think it is. It, it was dark, but it, the, the owl lo- looked like a normal owl. It, it didn't look like the one that we see in in Ravel's. Um Ahsoka surprises Din, and... She attacks him with her two white lightsabers. And but he kinda just deflects them with um his uh like the Beskar guard that he has uh on his forearm. So we see now that Beskar steel can deflect lightsabers. It's pretty cool, especially if the if these dark troopers. You know, we heard about or that, uh, that we saw la- last week if those are actually made of Beskar. I think it could be really, really cool if, like, Ahsoka has to go and take some down. But, uh... But she can't. And... Did... I don't remember. I I just watched the episode again, and I've I've only seen the episode twice. Did did Din take the spear? Did Din take the spear? I'm gonna... I'm gonna check. I'll be right back. So I just rewatched that scene, and Din does take the spear. So it is possible that we could see... We've heard reports of a lightsaber fight, or, or like, a duel of some sort in this season. It is possible that, uh, Din Djarin could be using this Beskar, uh, spear against, um, Muff Gideon, which could be cool. Should be cool. Um... I, I think it's really funny how Ahsoka and Grogu are having a Force conversation, and then like, they're just, like, staring at each other, like, commuting through the Force, and then Din Djarin just, like, pacing in the background. I thought that was hysterical. Um, Ahsoka reveals his name to be Grogu, and then Mando says it a couple times, and he's, like, perks up. And it's, pr- pr- it's pretty cute. Uh, but no one's ever gonna call him Grogu. Uh, we hear a bit of Grogu's past, and here we go, I'm calling him Grogu, just cause... Um... And uh, turns out he was a youngling. He was trained at the Jedi Temple, and was there throughout the events of the prequel trilogy. It's very, very cool. I, I think that's so cool. We get um, a Yoda, a Yoda shout out, shout out. here three bars of Yoda's theme. I think or it was. Uh, I I think I heard it was like. Um, how does Yoda's theme go? It's like. Uh, oh God, I'm forgetting now. I'm forgetting now. What is it? Let me just pull up my Spotify. Yeah, mm-hmm. we hear like dun, 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 dun I don't know. It's four bars, but um. Yeah, I, I, I did like the I don't know if that was supposed to be a bit of Ahsoka's theme, because just those f- few bars, it could be mistaken as Ahsoka's theme from Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, so, after the Jedi Purge, Grogu was taken into hiding. Did Vader almost kill Grogu? That just makes me hate v- Vader even more, and it's pretty, e- it's pretty easy to hate him already. I don't like Sam. See, see what I mean? It's pretty easy to hate Va- 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 Vader already. Um, but yeah, um, I think that could be really interesting. If, like, we ever, if we ever, like, see a, um, if we ever see these, um, like, if we ever get, like, a Grogu flashback eventually in the show and we see the events of Order 66 happen, I think that could be pretty cool. Uh, I know in the notes, um, Ahsoka says that, that, that she's only ever seen, that she's only ever heard of, or she's only known one of his, of Grogu's kind, that's Yoda. Is Yaddle dead? I don't think we ever know, all we ever see of Yaddle is in, I think, a scene or two of The Phantom Menace, so, yeah, um... Um, Ahsoka d- does not correct Din when he calls her a Jedi, which if you remember from uh, Rebels, there, there's, and even Clone Wars, in, in the, the last few episodes of Clone Wars, uh, there's people who call Ahsoka a Jedi, and she goes, I'm, I'm no Jedi. Um, but she does not correct Din Djarin or the Magistrate, or Lang, Michael Bean's character, when they call her Jedi, and I think the, the, the only one of those that she ever actually would correct would be Dinjarin. Um. Ahsoka sa- says that, that she'll train him at dawn, and, and all I could think of was from *The Last Jedi* when he's like, when Luke is like, "Tomorrow, at dawn, three lessons. I will train you the ways of the Jedi and why they need to end." Don't don't stop the podcast because I quoted *The Last Jedi*. Please um the force catch thing Ahsoka and uh grogu play catch with the force i thought that was really cool i thought that was so much fun um <laughs> uh din just goes lift the stone kid his name is grogu mando um got an Anakin reference indirect which i i, I loved ahsoka says what does it so, because I'm playing a lot of clips tonight. I've seen what such feelings can do to a fully trained Jedi Knight. To the best of us. Anakin really was one of the best Je- Jedi there was. Like, I mean, yeah, those of you who only watch the movies don't understand that, but those of us who have seen the Clone Wars and Rebels and have read some of these books and comics know really, truly what an outstanding Jedi Knight is. And would it be one day Master, but we do not grant you the rank of Master, uh, if he stayed with the Jedi Order. Um, so, they, so Ahsoka and Din team up to go and take down the Magistrate and free the village, if Ahsoka agrees to train Grogu. We've gotten this plot in every single episode so far. I like that this time it was kind of turned on its head by Din saying, I'll help you, but you have to train the kid. I really like that because I feel like if um, people, or I guess if Ahsoka was the one to say, I'll train him if you help me, people might get a little bit mad at that. Um, he says, Jedi and the Mandalorian, they'll never see it coming. All I could think of was nephew Quirky from Star Wars, the Clone Wars. <laughs> when... And it was like, Ahsoka's been been working with Mandalorians for years. There was nephew Corky, Bo-Katan, and the Night Owls, and now, more, more recently, Sabine Wren. Um. So, she says, when they get to the village, where is your master? I guess Thrawn is still doing stuff. Thrawn's still doing stuff now. Um. He, he did not die in Rebels. I don't think anyone actually thought Thrawn died. Um. So there was like, I'm talking about the new canon, I'm not talking about the older books. We had the original trilogy of Thrawn novels. We had Thrawn, Thrawn Alliances, Thrawn Treason. We now have a prequel trilogy of Thrawn books Chaos Rising, where we're about to get Greater Good, and then an untitled third book. And we could then get a sequel trilogy of Thrawn books, and it'll just be insanely unorganized and no plan whatsoever. It'll just be three standalone books. Um, but no, no, I, I don't think, I think i don't think do that. I think t- Timothy Zahn has a great, great, um, writing technique for Thrawn. Of, although I, I, I don't think we need to see more Thrawn books. I, I think Thrawn works best when he's a background character. Like the first Thrawn book, which I have right here, is amazing. I love this book. Thrawn Alliance is a little less so. I, I do like how it connects more with Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader And I do not remember anything from the third book. I almost don't want the new prequel book right now, but it is, um, I do like that Thrawn is in the background a little bit more, so, yeah. Um, And if this is correct, and if we do see a Thrawn book each year, we could be seeing Thrawn books until 2025, which could be interesting, could be interesting. Uh, We see a Lothcat run into the, into an alley. Um, Ahsoka and the Magistrate engage in a duel, and they both take off their cloaks, which I I really enjoyed. I I, I did like that uh, because Jedi, uh, she she's part of this older generation who was taught at the Jedi Temple. So, and if if you see it in, in the prequels, Jedi always take off their cloaks before a battle. Like they always did that, um, especially in the Phantom Menace. Um, and in Revenge of the Sith, I don't I don't qu- well actually. The duel between Dooku and then oh, 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 Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Yoda, none of them really, really wear cloaks. So, it's, um, it, it's not there in, in Attack of the Clones. It doesn't need to be there in Attack of the Clones, uh, just because they're not wearing cloaks in the first place. But it is there in, in, in Revenge of the Sith. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's there a couple times. It's there a couple times. They're on Mustafar. It's on U- Utapau, uh, it's not there when they're fighting Dooku at the beginning of the film, because of, I mean, they're not wearing cloaks in their, in their starfighters, uh, and Mace Windu does not do it either. And Yoda, again, does not wear a cloak ever. Um, another thing in the Battlefront 2 cloak for Yoda, that's just like, has ear holes, it's hysterical, like, yeah, uh, it's pre- pretty funny, I, I do like that. Um, I do like we cut back to outside of the duel and dinjarin and um lang are talking and lang just goes who's gonna win (laughs) that was funny um they have kind of a standoff which are only a lot of the savarine standoff in solo a star wars story try saying that five times fast um Din din shot first twice actually and i thought that was really fun i thought that was really really cool i really enjoyed that um, they win, they win the battle, Ahsoka asks, Magistrate, where is your master, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn, and then Owen and I lost it, Thrawn is Owen's favorite Star Wars character, so, he loves that character, um, and yeah, Thrawn was always so interesting, me. I always loved the character of, of Thrawn, um, so, yeah, um, Din goes back to the ship to grab uh, Grugo, that was it, Grugo, that's correct, right, his name is Grugo, 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 Grogu, Grogu, um, and we hear, like, just the Mandalorian theme played on the flute, like, a lot of it, Goran so, so, such a good composer, and, um, the soundtrack, the score is now available for those of you who, um, it's not available, um, I've added it to my Star Wars playlist on Spotify, which I have every single, it's like, a, I've got like a 27 hour long playlist of all canon Star Wars music from the 12 films, um, Galaxy's Edge, Squadrons, Fallen Order, The Mandalorian, Clone Wars, and Rebels, uh, only the first two seasons though, of Rebels, cause we did not get a soundtrack release for season 3 or season 4, and then nothing for star wars resistance um but yeah so um oh my god and like i got a little teary-eyed i i knew that din wasn't going to give grugo to ahsoka or grogu Gro, grogu to ahsoka but i still got a little a a a little teary-eyed when when he when din was like wake up kid it's time to say goodbye that was oh my god that was so sad so so sad Uh, we got, this Ahsoka shows up at the Razor Crest, and she's like, she forms such a strong attachment to you, you have to let him choose his own path. Go to the Jedi Temple on Tython, and sit atop the stone at the top of the mountain, because he, he, he can reach out, he can reach out to the Force, and, and a Jedi may respond. So, you guys know me, I talked about this a couple months ago on the podcast, Uh, I'm playing Fallen Order again, um, and when watching the final season of Rebels, and the Mortis trilogy of Clone Wars, um, my favorite Star Wars stuff is like the ancient, ancient history. And I'm really excited we're finally going to get to explore that in live action. So, that's very exciting. It's very, very exciting for me. I'm so excited for that. Um, Tython has only been mentioned once in canon prior to this. And that was in, uh, Dr. Afra number 40. It's, uh, that comic is streaming on Marvel Unlimited. It's the final issue of the original Dr. Afra run. It was published about a year ago. So, um, I am going to read that comic before next week. Just because that's something I've been trying to do. I've been trying to, like, mention something. I'm going to go and read a comic, or play a game, or read a book. Just because I really need to hear about, um... Just because I need this interconnectivity. So, um... My, my final verdict, just talking through it some more, like, I was vi- I was a little bit disappointed at first, just because there was so much hype around the episode. Um, at first, I would be, I, I'd given this the 7 out of 10, I bumped up to an 8 out of 10, but now, I- I'm giving it a 10, I've talked through it, I've talked through my problems with the episode, which, honestly, just looking at it now, I don't have any. Um, so yeah... 10 out of 10 for me. This is an A-plus episode. Masterpiece. Great job, Dave Filoni. Like, I think my, my biggest problems with it were, like, just the look of Ahsoka and the fact that it wasn't Ashley Eckstein. So, you know what? I'm bringing it down to a 9. A 9 out of 10 because, I mean, Rosario Dawson, I feel, did, did a great job. I thought that um, her horns on her head were a bit... Smaller, but I mean, this is an animation. You can't and and I do and I do really like that it was practical. Like you could see like a, like some like the wrinkles and not too many wrinkles. I mean, I think Tagrina's lived for like two hundred years or something. So you could see like some wrinkles from like um, I don't know what like thing on top of her of Tagrina heads are called. I know like for Twilix it's called a ilaku. But, like, for, like, the horns on their head. Like, um, it was a bit wrinkled. It was a bit a bit wrinkled, but I- I'm really glad it was practical and not CGI. Um, and also just the voice. Because with, um, with, um, Solo, when Maul showed up, like, it, it was Ray Park who did, like, the stand-in work. And Ray Park, uh, played Darth Maul in Star Wars The Phantom Menace. But the voice was Sam Witwer from The Clone Wars and Rebels. Now, again, that was just one scene. And this is a full, like, 45-minute long episode. I think, like, the budget would have increased by a lot if they had to, like, bring in a, bring in a new voice actor and cut out the... And cut out the, um... What, what, what is it? The, uh... Like, Rosario's voice and put in Ashley's. But it was still good. It was still really, really well done. Um... But yeah, I think it was just the, the aesthetic of Ahsoka that I had a problem with. And not just that, I feel like it felt a little bit fan film like the first time. I don't know if that's because we didn't get a trailer or what, but second time around, I knew what I was going what I was going into and I loved it so much more. Nine out of ten for me. Um and yeah, um But I do have some fears for the future of the Mandalorian, I mean. We've said this so many times on the podcast. What I loved so much about this show in the first season was how standalone it was. It was so incredibly standalone. Um, like my Nick, remember guys, remember Nick from last season? He was on the show last season. Um, his mom, who I don't even know, don't know if she'd seen any Star Wars. Like she was watching Mandalorian week to week. So it was. I mean, granted, most people who like, they were, were, were watching the show because of Baby Yoda, but I really like that, but I'm really scared that there are people who have only seen some of the movies and are watching Mandalorian, and they're going to be turned off by the fact that they're bringing in characters and references from the Clone Wars and Rebels, and I, and I really hope that people go and watch Clone Wars and Rebels. I, I, may, I may do an episode... Next week, I think our new show... So we don't have a comic next can actually talk about. I think for the new show, I'll just go in through and I'll be like... These are the best episodes from the Clone Wars, Rebels, and Resistance. Resistance is probably not going to play into the Mandalorian, I don't think. But there are still some really, really good episodes of Resistance that I think Star Wars fans should, be watch, should watch. Not the whole show. Uh, there's not as many good episodes of Resistance as there are for Clone Wars and Rebels, but there are a few good ones. So... I think that's what I'm going to do next week. Just give you guys uh, just a watch list for Disney+. And honestly, the entirety of Star Wars on-screen canon is on Disney+. Plus. Just go watch all of it. Just go watch all of it. It's easy. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's it for Tuscan Radio today, guys. Please go follow us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. Check out um, our website, Kid Commentaries Network.com. Send us an email, and I'll read it here on the show, Podcast at gmail.com. And go and leave a five-star review on iTunes, and I'll read it on next week's Mandalorian episode. Next podcast is going to be on Tuesday, where I'm breaking down uh, for the canon catch-up. I'm talking about Battlefront Two Resurrection, the, like, hour, hour and a half long DLC that was added for Star Wars Battlefront 2 I'll be talking about that on Tuesday, so make sure to tune into that. Alright, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretch, and may the Force be with you.